well, 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 here we are again. It's been a week, uh, a day. We are actually recording in person for the first time ever. It's ever. like it's the second coming. It's so fucking hot out here. The sky is hot. It is August, and we're in the armpit of the world, so. No, the armpit of the world is Florida. Yeah, that's true. We're close, though. <laughs> Just north of the border. <laughs> guess we'll start with some NFL as usual. Get that out of the way. Joe Judge is making Giants players, coaches, and trainers run laps every time they make a mistake. That's pretty funny. It's like a high school football. <laughs> like, <laughs> like C-team, you run. Yeah, but I do want to remind you that Freddie Kitchens and Brett Bielema are on that coaching staff. It's going to be interesting to watch Freddie run. I'll pay cold hard cash right now because I got some beef with Freddie. Why would they get Freddie? That makes no sense. I think he's the uh, tight ends coach slash uh, fired coach in waiting. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, I uh, see that. Let's see. Oh, no, no, no. I heard on some podcast today, I can't remember what it was, but I heard that Joe Judge has also taken the names off all of the uniforms. Like, you can't have your last name it's on like your Penn uniform. State, no. Well, like, they're going to have it for the season, but, like, for training camp, you have to earn your name. Like, you have to just <laughs> Imagine being, like, Saquon Barkley on that team and being, like, dog. <laughs> like, <laughs> if I'm Saquon Barkley, everything the Giants do, I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I'm literally the offense for this thing. I mean, they have Brooks Brothers Jones, too, but cool. Uh, Alex Smith is back after 17 surgeries on his leg, which is Great. amazing. You know, at this point, I don't know why he would even want to play football. I wouldn't. Honestly. I would just say, Tom, hang it up. But let's say he's healthy and let's say he's normally, like, his normal self. And we already know that Dwayne Haskins uh, isn't necessarily the, the best quarterback, quarterback sure. in the world. And he's not necessarily a lock to get the job. Mm-hmm. Can Alex Smith compete with Dwayne Haskins and maybe take yes. the job? He's definitely better, no doubt. A healthy Alex Smith is better than Dwayne Haskins. I mean, I don't know. Alex Smith's one of those dudes who always got kind of like a bad rap at points. You just blame him for the fact that they're losing in Washington. But it's like, have you have you, have you seen that team? Yeah. <laughs> like, the people he had around him just weren't good. No. Um, I think that'll be an interesting thing to watch play out. I really don't think – I don't know how many years is left on his contract, but I just don't see how there would be any way – that he gets the starting job, not this year. If no. Dwayne Haskins sucks, maybe. But first of all, it would be pretty dumb with the Redskins to just give up on Dwayne Haskins. Yeah, that would be dumb. I mean, he was a first-round pick for him. Then again, they are the Redskins. So, I mean, sorry, the Washington, Washington football, football team. team. The boys. The R-words, however you want to say it. The Jets signed Chris Hogan, so the cross is back. <laughs> Chris Hogan, I forgot he existed. Speaking of the Jets, principal owner Woody Johnson, who is the ambassador to England <laughs> under the Trump administration, has been accused of making sexist and racist remarks while in office. Are you surprised? No. Okay. Uh, <laughs> is that supposed to be surprised? <laughs> the 49ers signed Tavon Austin. Hell yeah. That boy. Quick. <laughs> I love this because it, I've always wondered, like, how has Tavon Austin never been good in the, or how has he never been given an opportunity? Because he was God. so good in college, and if you ever watch his uh, high school highlight oh, tapes, whoo, the things were all that boy's special. He's playing for. He was playing in Baltimore at the time too. It wasn't like he was playing like you know like 
Southwest Arkansas or something like, but there's nobody to play against. Like he was playing in Baltimore. Travis Kelsey <clears throat> signed a four-year. Actually, George Kittle first signed a four-year, seventy-five million dollar extension, and then like two hours later, the Chiefs announced that they signed Travis Kelsey to a four-year, fifty-seven point two five million dollar extension. Fair so it's like they were trying to one up the 49ers, but they fell twenty million dollars short. Well, they don't have much cap space anymore. So. Well, actually, I learned this the other day. I think I heard that Patrick Mahomes in uh, the first couple years of his contract won't even be within the top, like, 50 cap hits in the NFL. So which, it's just going to start paying towards the end? And that's just illogical. Or I don't know if it's an incentive-based deal, which, I mean, he'll make that money if it's an incentive-based deal. I mean, as 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 somebody who was young, uh, you know, under the age of 25, and if I was an NFL athlete and I was going to get paid that much money, mm-hmm. I would genuinely, genuinely want them just to stretch it out, like, kind of like, you know, a pay me for the next 40 years kind of deal. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, I couldn't imagine if I was him and I was that age and I just got deposited, you know, that much money in my account. I'd be like, okay. <laughs> How much money was it again? It was, I think it was. Was it remember. 400 and something or 500 and something? It was 450. That sounds right. The Ravens are interested in signing Des Bryant, <laughs> but they will not sign Antonio Brown. So I guess the Ravens are like intelligent. Yeah, the Ravens had their uh, had their spew already with Ray Rice and all that stuff. So they're probably just trying to like. Oh, and Ray Lewis. Oh yeah, the and murderer. <laughs> they had Joe Flacco, just like a plain white guy. Yeah, that was kind of like their offset that that era was like. Yeah, we have a murderer and a dude that hits women on our team, but we also have Joe Flacco, and he's pretty like he's just like a pencil. He's just a straight white dude. Yeah, he's like the guy he's who like normal. he drives like a couple year old Camry, picks his kids up from school, calls them Bud, <laughs> takes them to soccer practice. He's like the whitest guy on earth, just doesn't drink craft beer. Well, uh, the Cowboys waved Gerald McCoy after he suffered a torn quad last week. That is heartless. It is. That is. Heartless. The Cowboys, what do you expect? I mean, I think he was only on a one-year deal, and they waived him injured, so I guess he'll he'll get the guaranteed portion of his contract, but at the same time, that is just heartless. Dude. We talk about one of the funniest things I saw this week, which was that video of Joe Burrow at the Bengals practice. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, like, that's how we thought it was going to be. That's how it actually is. <laughs> if you haven't seen the video, uh, Joe Burrow at practice this week, he uh, – he took a snap out of, I believe it, it looked like the shotgun, and yeah, within shotgun about two seconds, he had already scrambled over to the sideline because literally the entire Bengals defensive line was like two inches behind him. And that's the sad thing, too, is the Bengals defensive line is pretty shitty. With the exception, yeah. with the exception of Geno Atkins, but I mean. I was thinking, I I was trying to think of like who's on the Bengals offensive line. I was Geno just Atkins, like, no, the offensive line. Oh, offensive, yeah. Yeah. And I thought for a minute, I was like, well, I think they have Cordy Glenn. I looked it up. Now they cut Cordy Glenn. Uh, and then I thought, <laughs> and I thought, well, they have uh, they have Billy Price who they drafted in the first round like two or three years ago now. He sucks. So basically they have like stick figures out there. What do you expect? Yeah, let's jump into uh, the MLB. My boy, Casey Mize, the 1-1. The first overall pick in the 2018 draft has finally arrived in Detroit. 
you may know who he is because I think he's thrown two no hitters in his minor league career already. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he got that BDE. I'll tell you that. Uh, but he's going to start today, actually. So I'm going to have to remember to watch that. Um, we'll see how he does it. I mean, this is, in my opinion, this guy's the next Max Scherzer. He's the next, the next Thanks. one. Um, and I, I just don't think there's enough excitement around him. But uh, a Reds player tested positive over the weekend. It could possibly be the next outbreak in the MLB, but it hasn't seemed to play out like that. I don't know, but those guys too. You got to think like most of them were like in peak physical condition. So like, I'd say like a solid majority of them probably either have had it or have it, and they're just like fine, like purely asymptomatic. I mean, those guys are like. They're not like, you know, basketball player or football player shape, but they're pretty damn good shape. Uh, Trevor Bauer caught a lot of flack because he tweeted and said he would be vlogging the entire experience of what the Cincinnati Reds would be going through for the next couple of weeks. And I saw one quote tweet of it said, here's a dude that cares more about his internet fame than he does about his teammates. And if you know anything about Trevor Bauer... The latter is not true, but he, uh, yeah, he absolutely cares about his internet fame, and that's what I love about Trevor Bauer. So I will, I will die for Trevor Bauer. I'll say that. Um, okay, here's a, here's a thought that I had the other day. If Jose Altuve, Alex Bregman, and Carlos Correa, and others had opted out, would it have made the 2020 Astro Shame Tour worse? Like, I'm saying, whenever they came they back, harder on them. Yeah, like when they come back next year, because the Shame Tour is going to continue next year. Oh, yeah. The fans are going to get their time next year. Would it have been worse on them for basically bitching out, or would it have calmed down? No, I think it would have been worse. I think that, like, the second they would have opted out, everybody would have been like, okay, look at these guys, little scared boys. And just, like, next season would have been way worse. Cause nope, nobody's going to forget that. Like, no. Like I say, the fans are absolutely going to have their chance, and – I'm not. I'm not going to get into the into the woods on that. Hot seat, Jeff Schultz. So, Jeff Schultz, who is a writer for the Athletic, quote tweeted a tweet today that said Barstool Sports CEO Erica Nardini has a prediction for sports media world post coronavirus. Personality is going to matter, and if you're going to find personality. In non-traditional places. That's what she said. And Jeff Schultz, who, like I said, works for the MLB Athletic in Atlanta, said, Barstool is the armpit of the smelliest organism in the sewer of the media. There's your personality. And I quote tweeted it and said, breaking news, Jeff exposes himself for being a capital J journalist. Make that too. And at the Athletic MLB, which we'll talk about the other one in a minute. And having no clue how sports media has evolved. Like, just because someone does not write for The Athletic or ESPN or Fox Sports or CBS or NBC or whatever does not mean that they are not valid. And if you have a problem with Barstool, you should probably come with a better take than that. Especially, quote, tweeting something that really has nothing to do with anything and just taking a random shot. Go fuck yourself. his, His problem, I mean, like, he's probably one of those guys who believes, you know, Oh, you know, the sports media world should be dominated by old 70 year old white men who do nothing but put a little newspaper articles all day. Like, that's not how 
sports is anymore. You don't go read about it in the Daily Chronicle. Like, you don't wake up on Sunday morning like, oh, I can't wait to see what they said about college football yesterday. Did like, you see how Erica Nardini responded to that? I'm sure it was funny. Oh, it was hilarious. She said, Jeff, you seem like the type of guy that would have a problem with what Fernando Tatis did. <laughs> probably. He probably did. So I want to uh, take a moment to make a correction because I promised um, someone, shout out Zach, that I would mention this in the last podcast episode, and I did not. I forgot all about it. But two or three weeks ago, the Braves were playing the Blue Jays in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. And the catcher for the Blue Jays, Reese McGuire, was caught by police masturbating in his car. And what was it they played? Uh Jacket by Michael Jackson or something. No, like that. they played "Beat It." Mm. Mm. Just beat it. Yeah, they played that as his walk-up song, which is just great. That is an all-time troll move, and I love it. So I'm actually kind of excited for the let's pretend that we know what we're talking about with the NBA segment. Playoffs this time. Yeah, the playoffs started on Monday. Uh, oh, Lakers lost last night to the, the Raptors. Blazers. Or, no, sorry. Yes, you're right. The Trailblazers, who I have a plus three thousand bet on to win the championship, and I didn't, I didn't put a big bet on it because I mean, it's unlikely. But at the same time, like every Capital J journalist is going to tell you that it's unlikely and there's no chance. But at the same time, I believe in when teams get hot. That's when, like, I don't care what the Lakers have. I don't care what the Celtics yeah, have. Yeah, second beef like CJ McCollum and Dame, and of course Melo get a ring out of all this. Like, that would make this coronavirus. Dane's like, on some different shit right oh, now. Oh, he's on it. He is on some different 50 shit. 50-plus games, man. The boy can play. I'm I'm excited about that bet. Like, that that bet alone, just seeing plus 3,000 next to the Trailblazers, I was like, <laughs> You know yeah. that man? That man, CJ McCullough, is like injured, too, and he's still dropping bombs. I'm very excited about that. Um Alvin Gentry, who we talked about in the last episode, yeah. was fired by the Pelicans over the weekend. Ty Lue and Chauncey Billups are rumored to be a package deal. So odd. I mean, that's a move. That that's really about all I have to say about that. Like, yeah, like why Ty Lue? I mean, he won a championship, but he had LeBron. Tank. I'm going to be completely honest. Knowing as little as I do about basketball. I'd probably rather have Chauncey Billups as the head coach and then Ty Lue as the assistant coach. That'd be logical, man. I just – I feel like there are a couple of sports that you can go st- basically straight from player to coach. One of those is baseball. Yeah. Like, I think you can go straight from – cut and dry. You can go straight from being a catcher to being a manager. It's happened a good bit. David Ross is an example of that. Number two, the NBA – like, Tim Duncan could just come right in and just be a head coach right now. But speaking of the Spurs, um, the Nets are expected to pursue Greg Popovich. He's not going to leave. I saw that, and I was like, why would you have the balls to write an article like that? Yeah. He's every gonna, team goes after Greg Popovich every year. He's not going He's not going to leave San Antonio. He loves the place too much, I feel like. I think he loves that city. I tell you what, since we both feel so strongly about this, we need to come up with some kind of a bet. Like, if Greg Popovich does leave for another team, we will do blank. Call what is that thing? Hmm? Call for That's a little harsh. <laughs> like, uh, uh, trying to think of something that's like not too brutal for my body. Yeah, nothing that's like permanent. 
I will put an entire can of Grizzly Wintergreen in my mouth. I will not go that far. If <laughs> Greg Popovich leaves. Fuck, that's tough. If Greg Popovich doesn't retire or stay in San Antonio. And then we're talking about this year only. Yeah, this year only. This year only. If he doesn't retire or stay in San Antonio, like if he leaves and goes to a different team to coach, I will put an entire can of Grizzly Wintergreen on my mouth. I will put a handful, like as much chewing tobacco in my mouth oh, as God. possible. Like red man golden <laughs> blend chewing worse. tobacco like ah, just as much as I can put in my mouth. Alright, there you go. Get the back of it. So Greg Popovich, if you Here's for this. some stupid ass reason hear this. Please don't leave. Please God do not leave. <laughs> if you do tell us so we can just end this podcast for you. <laughs> yeah, just delete it. Like start over. <laughs> start over. Talking you do like a talking hockey shop. Just NASCAR only. Yes, NASCAR exclusively. Uh, golf, the Masters will be played November 9th through the 15th without patrons. This is going to happen. Uh, so that's it for ho- for golf. Let's jump into hockey. So I accidentally watched a hockey game after the Xfinity Series race. Our NHL saving always leaves off with accidental. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> uh, after the Xfinity race on Saturday, and it was the Lightning versus uh, a team. It, it was another team. The one I, that existed and played. Yeah, they, they played a hockey game. And I was just like, fuck it. I know I know the Lightning are good. I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to bet 50, 50 bucks on the Lightning to win. And they fucking won, so I'm a hockey guy again. Like, I'm all in on the Stanley Cup playoffs now. Uh, Tuka Rask, the goalie for the Bruins, who was kind of a hero of the playoffs last year, opted out of the season, and I believe it was the day after saying that he was all in. So, Interesting. That's not going to be very popular considering we're talking about a team that is in Boston. Yeah. He better not go anywhere soon. He might have to play for the Atlanta Thrashers next year. <laughs> Thrashers all the way, baby. Uh, they haven't lost a game in years. All right, so college football. Justin Fields started a petition to get the Big Ten to play football, and as of Monday, it had over 248,000 signers, including myself. Speaking of the Big Ten, did you see that Nebraska was threatened by the like commissioner of the Big Ten, saying that like, if they tried to pursue out-of-conference games so they could play a season, that like they would be penalized and probably never allowed to play in the Big Ten again? You know, to that, if I was Nebraska, I would just say, "Wowzers!" Yeah, like, I'll just go I'm going to go play in the Mountain West Conference. I'll just go back to the Big Twelve. No, I would a thousand percent just go play in the Mountain West Conference and just dominate it, and just uh-huh. be that fringe team every year that is like, "Well, they're eleven and one, and they lost to Wyoming." But I mean, they're if somebody loses in a championship game, yeah, we can stick them. Because they're Nebraska, and that would be interesting. I would a thousand percent do that just for fun. I just hate Nebraska. I don't have anything against Nebraska just because they uniforms? suck. Oh, their uniforms are sick. They're right. just so simple. That's pretty much the extent of what I like about them. Oh, could you imagine being like, "Oh, I'm a top college athlete. Well, time to go to Nebraska and <laughs> play football." Ooh, Cade Mays transfer waiver denied. Eat a dick, Cade. So, how you feel about that? Eat a dick, Cade. 
Makes me happy. You know, that was the best news that I've gotten all week. Really a long time, like you said. You know, I used to be cool with Cave Maze on a personal level. We used to meet, yeah, we used to see him downtown a bunch. Mm-hmm. Cool guy. But, fuck him. Yeah. He's, he's, and his whole family. His dad almost lost his finger, apparently, in a folding chair. <laughs> I'm sitting in a folding chair right now. So, if I if I, lo- I almost lose my finger, like, smashing it, it almost pops off, allegedly. I can sue you for like $250,000 and I can transfer to another school and get my waiver denied and lose my whole reputation for being a decent person. I like how we thought that like that would just be okay. I'm glad the NCAA is finally like being like, okay, guys. Did you see what Barstool UGA tweeted? No. <laughs> they quote tweeted whoever broke the news and just said, if Luke, if at, they tag Luke Ford and said, if Luke Ford can't have his, then Cade can go fuck himself. Yeah. And Luke Ford responded and said, um, Change your position to QB and you'll get whatever you want. And I was like, "You tell him, Luke. Go get him, buddy." Pretty funny. I love Luke Ford. That's one of my. I'm. God, I love Luke Ford. He's had it rough, and I'm cheering for him. So there will be high school and NFL football in the state of Ohio this season, but there will be no college football. So to that, I just say, yeah, like, oh, you get high school football, and I mean, I guarantee you, there's way. More Ohio State fans than there is Browns or Bengals fans. That's funny. Like that's just saying, like, oh, you think we won't play? <laughs> We're in North Carolina. We don't give a fuck. You also got Matt Brown over there, who's like, who's arguably piecing together one of the most randomly good teams, and like, it makes no sense. Yeah, cultural history. Like, I was like, oh, where the hell did Sam Howell come from? Definitely. Like, he just came out last year. And was just like, yeah, I'm just gonna ball out real quick, <laughs> and everybody was just like. Huh. All right. Uh, we have a doubleheader at Dover this weekend. One race on Saturday, one race on Sunday. I don't know which race it is. I guess it's both races, but I think e- almost every race car is racing a throwback team to some famous historic driver, and it's pretty sweet, honestly. Yeah. We saw the Jimmy Johnson car, which is a tip of the hat to Dale Sr. and Richard Petty, the other two seven-time champions. Uh, black on the sides, blue on the top, with uh, Jimmy Johnson sponsors on there. Really sick. Uh, I think Austin Dillon will be driving a cream, white, and red um, number three car to honor Kale Yarbrough. Pretty cool. It, it's all over the place. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that car there. But Mike Harmon... <laughs> who races in the Xfinity Series and the Truck Series and is about 400. <laughs> I don't know. He's probably more like 300, eh, 300 uh, and something. 300 easy. 300 and something pounds. Uh, he had his truck, trailer, and car stolen from stolen from a Kingsland, Georgia hotel Sunday morning after the Xfinity Series race. And I saw that on Twitter, and I thought that shit was hilarious because Mike Harmon basically put out a bolo for his truck and trailer. He was like, 1997 Ford F-350. <laughs> and, like, he was basically giving off the damn serial numbers for his trailer. He was just like, if you see this trailer, call Mike Harming Racing. And it's like, nobody gives a shit. Oh, what others call the place? Got your picks. Picks, picks, picks for the race. So, I've got Kyle Busch and Kevin Harvick for this weekend with my underdog pick as Jimmy. Jimmy's also always been historically dominant at Dover. And Kyle's also had a pretty good run there himself. And then 
Kevin's just the goat. So I'm a rock, uh, Kevin and Denny. Can't go wrong with Denny lately. And uh, of course, my underdog is gonna be Jimmy as well. I love that man. I hope he gets another win. It'd be great. So, general topics kind of start wrapping it up. The did you see the fire nado in California? Oh, that sounds interesting. Yeah, it was basically just a tornado. It was just fire. fire. Yeah, it was <laughs> wild. <laughs> uh, so now our typical weird sports stat of the week. Mine is Princess and the daughter of Queen Elizabeth II did not undergo gender verification at the 1976 Olympics out of royal courtesy. I did first of all, I did not know they did gender verification. Like you have to just pull your pants down, I guess, and just yeah, be like, like, "Yeah, I'm, I'm a, a, I'm a dude, I'm, I'm a, a woman, woman, whatever." Yeah. That's wild. Mine was in 1914 Swiss track and road bicycle racer Oscar Egg sets new hour world record at 44 kilometers. At the outdoor Large Dome, Buffalo, in Paris, record stood until 1933. That's the stupidest shit I've ever. <laughs> I like it because it's an egg. <laughs> I know. I'm, as soon as you put that on the list, I was like, "That's why I did that." <laughs> Oscar egg. Okay, so now we have to say something nice about a team that we hate. Mine is, um, there is a player for BYU named Chaz Ayu, and I spell that as C H A Z space. A H space Y O U Chaz I U, and that's funny. Mine is uh that Aaron Judge is tall. He's very tall. He's a tall man. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, Final thoughts, Ethan. You know, I really debated on whether or not I should say this or not. Do it. Fuck, David O'Brien. David O'Brien, if you don't know, is another MLB writer for The Athletic based out of Atlanta. He writes about the Braves. He has a podcast with former Braves reliever Erica Flaherty. I've always liked this guy for a long time, even though I've always thought he's kind of a piece of shit based on the way he tweets. But he tweeted one day last week, or no, he quote tweeted someone who mentioned Braxton Davison and who was a former first-round pick of the Braves and said – something about Braxton Davison, how he he got released in May of this year. And – David O'Brien said, well, he got released in, like, mid-2018 or something. And I just responded and said, well, it was actually May of this year. That was my exact words. And he responded and said he hasn't been in the organization since 2018. He doubled down. And I was like, no, you're wrong. So what you're – and he was saying uh, that because Braxton Davidson had gotten injured in 2018 and he hadn't played for the Braves – minor league organization since 2018. Therefore, he wasn't in the Braves organization. And I said, so what you're saying is, since Mike Soroka got hurt on August, whatever that was, what you're saying is that Mike Soroka has also not been in the Braves organization since that day. And he just said, you know what, dude, you can keep saying whatever you want. I can see it's important to you. So, and basically paraphrasing, he basically just said, fuck off. And I was like, you know what? You're a piece of shit. Fuck you. Like, just because you went to big capital J journalism school, like, dude, you were wrong. It's okay. I wasn't, like, saying that you're incompetent at your job because you made a mistake. I was just saying, like, hey, you're wrong. But then after he doubled down, I was like, okay, well, I'm just smarter than you at this point. Like, because if I made a mistake, and I did the other day. I made a mistake on Twitter. I got into a Twitter beef. I said something that was wrong, and someone called me out for it, and I immediately said, like, Hey, I made a mistake here. I shouldn't have said that. Moving on. Um, 
So, yeah, fuck David O'Brien. Fuck Tennessee fans who were in my uh, DMs this week. Fuck David O'Brien people who were in my DMs this week. 